Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're spending this week finding the good in regret. We got it started yesterday with a general conversation about regret. Today, we're looking specifically at foundational regrets. What we'll be discussing for the rest of this week is what Daniel H. Pink presents in his book, The Power of Regret, How Looking Backward Moves Us Forward, as well as his conversations in TEDx. He came to the conclusions we'll be discussing this week after delving into 50 years of social science on regret. He then asked people to submit their regrets as a part of his study, and to his surprise, he gathered over 16,000 submissions from people all over the world, 105 countries in total. And what he found is that regrets can really be organized into four categories. Like Jackie said, the first category is foundational. Foundational regrets are things like not saving money, not taking better care of our health, or not working hard enough in school. These regrets are all rooted in our perceived failure of having not done a better job of providing stability in our own lives. As an if only, it's if only I had done the work. It's having had the autonomy to take care of ourselves and then choosing not to. The profound aspect of what Daniel has done in his research is not only that he's showing us how similar our inner sufferings are, it's also that he's showing us what our shared values are. He's drawing ties between our shared humanity and our most basic needs, what's important to us. In this case, when such a large population of people reveal that they regret having not done a better job of building a more steady foundation for themselves when they were younger, we can conclude that stability is a shared value. It's not something we didn't already know, but it's certainly a new way to observe it. Humans need safety and they need security. Here's the bad news. When it comes to regretting something we didn't do, there's not much we can do to change it. What we can do is change our behavior in the future. It's learning from our mistakes. If we can paint a clear picture of what we regret, we can do a better job of understanding what it says about our needs, not just in society as a whole, but on a personal level. If we can see that having not gone to college weighs on our ability to feel financially secure, we can conclude that financial security is important to us, and we can begin to be proactive about creating financial security in our lives, whether that means seeking out trade schools in any given line of work, doing a better job of saving or investing, or being more aggressive about hard work and promotions at the office. The caveat here, and one we'll be mentioning all week, is that at the end of the day, we really cannot know how behaving differently would have changed our experiences in life. We can assume going to a certain college would have led to more stability, but at the end of the day, we can't actually know what might have unfolded while in school, or if that degree would have actually benefited us in the long run. Right. We rarely examine the bad that could have come from a different decision or different actions. By changing what was, we could be introducing an entirely new set of problems into our world, things we don't even know to consider. At the end of the day, 
Ruminating over the what-ifs can either hinder us emotionally or serve us in action. By using this kind of self-inflicted suffering to learn about ourselves and apply it to our lives moving forward. And that's exactly where we'll be picking up tomorrow as we explore the second of the four types of regret. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week discussing the good and regret. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.